Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Thursday, September 23rd of 2021. I'm your host, Luna, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? All right, all right. It is Dos Compadres again. However, we all three will be back together very, very soon as we miss Ken greatly on here. And we do miss you, buddy. Hope to get you, hope you get you back soon. Yes, we are all looking forward to having Ken back on board. So, with that, Gray, how are you? What have you been listening to? Yeah, I'm doing really good. I have been listening to, I won't say a lot of new stuff, but honestly, it's a lot of the stuff I've been listening to the past couple of weeks. Still listening to Hadashi No Step by Lisa. Uh, last week, I declared it be on my Ongaku Go, and then I typed it up this week, and it did not, not did not make the list. I didn't realize like how packed that the month of September was, and sadly, it just did not make the list. But uh, still been really enjoying that. It's a great track. I have been still listening to last week's MC3, 1989. I'm still listening to All Me, uh, Ivy's latest single. And still listening to Akira Takano's latest album, Enter. Like these are the things that have just been on repeat since uh, uh, we've been we covered them. And I'm still listening to White Jam every day. They are awesome. I love them to death. And uh, I've been listening to this week's MC, which I am eager to talk about. Uh, other than that, nothing too crazy. What have you been listening to, Luna? So I've been listening to a lot of. Same old, same old, to be honest. Not too much new stuff due to a lot of things going on. However, I did listen to Aisha's latest track, Just One Kiss, which is phenomenal. Unfortunately, only the English version is on... Oh, wait, no. She added both. Never mind. Both are on Apple Music right now. So you can check out the Just One Kiss, the Japanese version, and the English version. I highly recommend it. It is a phenomenal track. And those of you who don't speak Japanese and want to know what she's saying, the English version is also great. I have also been listening to... Waiting for my phone to load, because my playlist has been very interesting. Old Sky went back to her. I love her track, Tokyo Sampo, from her Love and Honey album. It is such a fun song. And it actually I started going back to her due to her newest track, Go!, and I absolutely love Go. If you have not listened to it yet, I also recommend that. And let's see what is on my lovely playlist. Still listening to The Moment featuring Yellow Box. Also was listening to some Blackpink, Annie uh, Maria. I'm still addicted to Miyachi's Chuhai. It's just such a fun song. I love his rap. And I actually went back to his Wakarimasen album. And it is fantastic i if you enjoy more western style rap with a japanese flavor he is a great recommendation wakarima sen does a good job of combining east meets west he does a very good job of bringing the western rap and his experiences growing up in new york into his rap and both in english and japanese and i like that mixture that he combines where he came from and so I highly recommend checking him out if you are into rap. He He's one of my new favorites. 
Also went back to Aoyama Thelma due to she has a new album coming out in October. I've already pre-ordered it. So I'm very excited for that. I went back to dude I was talking about Soba Ni Irune last week. I went back to Sekai no Chushin, We Are the World. I also went back to her Smoke and Tears album, which she did the song Stay with Shoto Shimizu. She did a song with I. She did a song called What About Us. I mean, phenomenal album. All her music has been added to Apple, so there's nothing missing now, and I'm so hyped for that. I also was listening to Crybaby this week. Due to I got back into Official Hike, I went to that and then I started going back to their Traveler album, which I think is phenomenal. Was also listening to Kira's Lonely Boy track as I started going back to her and her Miss Independent EP is really good and I wish there was a physical copy. Also went back to Jasmine's two EPs from last year, M and S. And if you haven't checked it out, Atashi no Make and Talking About You are phenomenal. So, went went to Samboa, some Milia. I was listening to Rokono Yumega, Semeru Made featuring the Yoshida Brothers. That whole single with the Fade and Wing are phenomenal. She has a new album dropping in October. So, if you haven't checked out Milia's new single, it's on Apple. Check it out. Uh, the Yoshida Brothers make a really good addition to that with the traditional instruments. And I think Milia's vocals are on point in it. So... Those are some of the really newer ones I've been listening to. And with that, we're, I guess we can just jump right into our topic, which I'm, I'm excited about. So, and our topic this week was what song or songs would you like to hear a remix of that do not have one? And why would you like to hear a remix of it? And what type of remix would you do? Like, how would you remix that song? And I, I know I'm the, like the resident I love remixes because I own a million remix albums. But I'm going to start with you, Gray, because I know you're, you, you're not as big into remixes as I am. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Yeah, no, this is a topic that I, I'll be honest, uh, in the beginning is something that I struggled with because I've always been that kind of person where when I hear a version of a song that I really like, I, I grew really attached to it to, to the point where it's like, if somebody else covers a song, like it's never as good as the original in my eyes. So for me, it, it, this is a topic that I I've really struggled with, but I wanted to give it my all and I wanted to make, you know, make fun, you know, make this a really fun topic for me. So I really, threw myself behind this, especially with the three songs I picked. I think I went kind of out there for them. Uh, and uh, so for my first song, I wanted to do Some Baby by Ballistic Boys from Exile Tribe. And I wanted to do that song in a more traditional Western rap style. And part part of me hates to say that because I really like the composition. It's pretty simple, but it really works for the song. But due to the fact that the song has a very basic composition, I think you can strip it back even more and really focus on the beat that, that that's on the rap and really emphasize the rap a bit more. I think it would work really well. And, you know, Western style and typical is a style I've always struggled to get into. And I think maybe if there was a Western style version of Sun Baby, that might be like the gateway drug 
for me to, to get into it and to get into a more Western style music. Uh, so, so that's why I wanted to, to do that. Uh, Luna, uh, what did you think about uh, my pick? So I think Some Baby by Ballistic Boys from Exile Tribe is a great choice, to be honest. And mainly due to the, and due to the fact that all of Ballistic Boys are very into the hip-hop scene, or at least most of them are. And I think this style, especially a Western-style rap, would suit them very well. They're already prominent in their rap skills and their vocals. And not to mention, most of the members speak English. And on top of that, they could add in more English to it if they wanted more of that Western feel. They could also change the type of beats a little bit because I do feel like the current version is poppy and they could change it to be more like the Western rap beats with the more rap and go a little bit harder, if you know what I mean. And they, they could easily pull it off. I could see this and I could see the a Western style remakes like this being something they would want to do, especially with three of the members studying abroad in New York for a while and just just kind of, you know, what they're into. I could see them having a lot of fun with some baby and doing like that Western style rap with it. I would personally love to hear it because I do like more of the Western style rap and I believe they could pull it off. Oh, yeah, I definitely think they got the chops and it, it'd be interesting. I, like I said, it usually like how I like new things is like, you know, um, think of it like uh, getting into the shallow end of the swimming pool, right? Like, like you know, it's baby steps at first. It's a song here. It's a song there. And then, you know, you'll eventually dive in the deep end and you'll find a new appreciation for something that you didn't have a pr- an appreciation before. That's how I've always worked. Uh, and so I've, I'm waiting on like that first like Western style song that I just really love. I, I have to listen to on repeat. And then like that'll like really open me up. And so... Uh, I think this would do the trick, and I think it would be really cool to see that. So that was my first pick. Uh, my second pick, I went way out there, and I went with a song that I really like uh, currently by a group I never talk about, <laughs> and that's "Cry Baby" by Official Hige Dondism. I would love for this track, and and s- s- just bear with me because this one's a bit of a pill to swallow. I would love for this to be done in a Eurobeat style. Uh, because it, it, to me, that would be really interesting. Uh, one of the things that I noticed that, like when I went back and listened to Crybaby was how the bass line works in this song. And it really reminded me of how Eurobeat works. There's like a pulsatingness in Eurobeat and there's a pulsatingness in the bass line. And, and I, think, I think because of that, I think you could really do a Eurobeat version of this track that would work really well. Now, I don't I don't know if I would want officially Hige Dondism to be the ones that actually remix it, probably get a DJ. I don't know who that DJ would be. Definitely get the lead singer to come back and do the, the lyrics for it. But I would like to see this song done in like a Eurobeat. I think it would work, and I think it would be pretty cool. And it would definitely give this song uh 
I, I don't know. Like it'd give it a new identity, I guess would be a good way to put it. And it'd, it'd be cool. I think it'd be really interesting. And Eurobeat's a, it's, I know my co-host here loves Eurobeat and my other co-host loves Eurobeat. Eurobeat. Eurobeat I like, uh, it's more of a song by song basis. I would never say I'm a fan of the, that genre or style of music, but there are Eurobeat songs I really like. And there's Eurobeat songs I don't, uh, but you know, I, I think it's a cool genre, and we don't hear a whole lot of European anymore. It, it's not something that is really around much anymore. You get a song here, you get a song there. Other than that, it's kind of extinct, and it'd be cool to see Eurobeat come back in a big way, even if it's not my favorite genre. So I, I was really eager, especially you, Luna, because I know you like this song too. Uh, I was, I'm really eager to hear what are your thoughts on uh, the Eurobeat version of Crybaby? So I think this could be very very interesting i do know what you mean about the pulsating beats and i could see that working very well for for this track specifically and i wouldn't want officially he to remakes it themselves i would get someone who is very who's pretty well known in the industry who is good at doing eurobeat remixes or something similar along those lines. Because I feel like all artists will hire someone or have someone do them for them. And I would, I mean, Ayumi Hamazaki has done some amazing Eurobeat, super Eurobeats, a lot of trance stuff. And I would actually, if I were official Hige, I would try to get who remixed a lot of her tracks. Because it would go along very well. Or... Germany actually has a lot of great remix people who do remixes, especially Eurobeat stuff. I would even maybe go out of the country and do a collaboration with a DJ that specializes in that. But I could see Crybaby being turned into a more upbeat, like Eurobeat style, especially with how popular the track is right now. And I could see this working very well in a club, or I could even see it at an anime convention a local DJ remixing this to a Eurobeat or EDM style. Yeah, th- and thank you, Luna, for throwing that out there because I was not certain how to execute this specifically. I, I do agree. Like, I don't know if, uh, because I think Eurobeat is just one of those things where it's like you have to know what you're doing when you do it. And uh, as, as much as I like official Hige Dondism, they don't know anything about Eurobeat. So I would be. A little worried if all of a sudden they turn around and start to do a Eurobeat song. So I, I do agree that I think uh, a DJ should do it. But I really liked your idea of maybe doing like a German, uh, like a German DJ or, or like somebody that, that tackles it instead. I think that was really clever and smart. And I, I do agree. I think that'd be really smart. So uh, that, yeah, that would be cool. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't too out there with that. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I see what he's talking about. So because that that to me is like that was like the craziest one I did. Uh, the last one I will admit I played it a little safe, but uh, I wanted to go crazy and I wanted to go big for one of them. And I, I thought I heard Crybaby and I was like, oh, you know, I think I think this could be done in a Eurobeat style. I I genuinely do. And it, it's it's got that like the base elements there. And I think it could work well. Uh, but for my last track, I went with one of my absolute all time favorite songs by LOL. It's not my favorite. Uh, it's, it's number two. Uh, Boyfriend is my number one. 
this is my number two and that's na 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 by lol i love this track i love it to death and uh, you know it, it is high on my just like list of all-time favorite tracks i just freaking love this track and it, it's just there's something cute about it it's just something sweet about it and it just really has this special place in my heart and I think it would be cool if they slowed this down a little bit because it's a mid-tempo track. It's upbeat mid-tempo sort of track. And, I, you know, they, LOL has some really good ballads, but they don't have a ton of them. And I would love to hear them do a really solid ballad. And I think Na Na Na's got the juice for that. It's got this, like, nostalgic feel to it already as the song is... And I think if you slow down that tempo a bit, it really juiced up the melody a bit. Like you could really get that nostalgia feel going for it or a longing for better days sort of thing and really just nail this song. And I think it'd be great. And I think LOL's got the vocal chops to do it. They, they could easily pull off a slower version of this song. I, I don't even think it'd be a challenge for them. So I wanted to go with something that I, I felt like that I was really comfortable with in, in this, and, and I felt like this was a great pick. Uh, like I said, it's because Na 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 is just one of my absolute all-time favorite tracks. It was my number one song of 2018, if I remember correctly. So it, it has been one of, the, one of the tracks that I have loved for a long time, but I think this as a ballad would be spectacular. What do you think, Luna? I actually think Na 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 would be a really good ballad. And I I actually do listen to the song quite frequently. I thought their LML album was great. I ended up buying it. I liked it so much. And this was one of my favorite tracks on the album. And I could see it being slowed down. I think they all have great vocals. And it not only if they slow down the composition, but if they pushed a whole bunch of like heavy vocals in there, and, you know, kind of like you said, you know, slow down the melody. I think it would bring the beauty of the track. And not to mention, I think the rap could be slowed down and a lot and not as like high, heavy as it is. And it would flow very well. I would love to see Na 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 as a ballad. I think it could work. I think LOL could also change it up and maybe maybe change up the lyrics to make it a remix but like you said with the cover remix make it something it's still its baseline is there but it has something new that brings you back to it so yeah uh no i i, I agree because yeah you know they could probably switch up the lyrics a, a little bit and really just like yeah because like i said like if you watch the if you listen to the song and it really shines in the music video but there's this long, there's this nostalgia for older days, is how I feel about it in in the song, and and I really think like it's it's just it's a hint of it there, and I really think if they remixed it, leaned into that a lot more, I think you could really just have something special. So, yeah, no, I'm glad you like that, Luna. I'm eager to jump into your three songs. So why don't you tell us what songs you picked for this week? So. I'm going to start off with my first one, which is Chupa Chops by Cream. And this is their latest track that they've released. 
And it's being honest, it's been a while since Cream did remixes. Their last was Cream Mix 2014, if I'm correct. So, in my opinion, they're overdue for a remix album, and there's many songs I'd like to hear remix. But I think right now my top is Chupa Chops. And being the reason why is I do really enjoy this track. However, there's some things, if they remixed it, I'd love them to change as I think it would work better as a remix. And one of them is I would like to see no auto-tune on Stax T's rap. Because he is a phenomenal rapper. And if they discluded that, he would have... I mean, I know the auto-tune does make it seem more Western style. But I think even if they got rid of that auto-tune with his rap, it would still sound super Western. And I'd love it even more. Because he probably could go a little harder with it, which would fit very well with this track. The other thing I'd like to see is Minami's... Minami's vocals sped up a little bit more because in parts it does feel really slow and soft and one she has great vocal capabilities but I would like to see hers as a little bit more upbeat make this a little more dancier because I love the cream songs I can get up and dance to yes I can dance to Chupa Chops but it's not my top one it's not like Banana or or like Love and Party so that's why I'm kind of like, mm, I'd love to see this remixed with up more upper beats. I'd also like to see them change it up, kind of like you mentioned with the Crever remix. I'd like to see them bring in a couple additional rappers. And ones that came to mind offhand are like TAs, Koichi. I'd like to see MC Tyson on there. Uh, I'd also like to see DJ Rowe maybe do the remix because he he I actually really like him as a DJ and that would be great to have him on there I think having like Sway on there would be kind of cool but throw in all the rappers like they did on Go Peaches and I loved what they did with Go Peaches because they pretty much changed a good chunk of that song and by throwing in all these rappers and I loved that so if they do that with Chupa Chops, I think it would be great. Not to mention those of you who don't know what Chupa Chops is. It are those little suckers, what some people call dum-dums. And I, I would actually like, like to see them all, eat, you know, trying to unwrap the Chupa Chops. So, but this is a song that could easily work well with a remix. Uh, great. What did you think? Uh, what would you think like uh, of Chupa Chops and if that would be a good one to remix? Yeah, it was a very interesting song, and I, I, for me, I, I can see why you liked it, Luna. I, I can see that appeal of it. Uh, is definitely, I do agree that Stax T is the rapper, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, his rap is really good. I remember, I remember liking his rap a lot when we covered him for MC. So I think, I think. Auto-tuning it does kind of hurt it a little bit. And auto-tuning is one of those fads. Like, I can tolerate it, but I, I think we'd all agree the music industry would be better off if it went away. It's just it's so rarely done right. And more often than not, it's just kind of lazy, I, I think. So I, I do agree with you. Uh, Chupa Chops, uh, get rid of the auto-tuning in it and really just lean into Stax T rap a bit more and yeah definitely bring in more rappers more collaborations uh i i like sway i think sway would be a good choice for this uh sky high might would be another solid pick 
I could I could see Sky High working well with Stax T, assuming egos don't get in the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how Stax T is in real life. He may not care, uh, or Sky High for that matter. But you never know. But yeah, it would be cool if they mix it up a little bit. Uh, another person who might would be good is AK sixty nine. He's been all over the place as of late, and he's been doing a ton of collaborations. And I could see him totally being down for a collab with Cream too. So that might would be a good pick as well. And yeah, definitely like do like a club style remix. The, like the DNA of that style is certainly already based in the song. So you couldn't, you wouldn't have to change too much to, to do that. So I think it would work and I think it would work really well. Yeah, I, and those are some great choices for rappers because I think that would be neat to bring in some ones they haven't collaborated with yet and from my recollection i don't think 8k69 sky higher 2 they've collabed with so that would be a very interesting to bring those in so my next one is a little interesting it is perfect love by kira and this track is more of like a ballad slash kind of mid-tempo track like a chill r&b one but i would like to turn here perfect love turn into a dance hall type of track either like dancehall, which is really similar to reggae, for those who don't know, or more of a hip-hop track, because I think Perfect Love could work, and with Kira's vocals, I think the dancehall would work more than anything, because she's known to do that type of style in general, but in this case, it would be more of those, I guess, EDM vibes, the, the constant beats, and just move those up, and have Kira's vocals match it, maybe even re-record Perfect Love to make the vocals go more with that high class, uh, that more high upbeat type of track, type of style. I, I mean, I think this would be great for the clubs, to be honest. If you mix mix this in a dance hall club style remix, it would be phenomenal. You could easily jump around to it, dance to it. And I, I honestly think Perfect Love would fit into that, as I do feel like Kira's voice fits into that dance hall reggae hip hop style in general. So hearing any of her slow songs, I think would be phenomenal as upbeat songs i'd love to hear them remixed up uh, great what did uh what did you think of do you think dancehall or more of a hip-hop or a reggae would sound better for perfect love yeah so I, for, for me uh this is a really good song i'm, I'm glad you picked it because i hadn't heard it and it's really really good uh but listening to it personally i, I can i could kind of see reggae i could kind of see dancehall but what I think would be really cool is strip out all of the modern R&B and go for a classic R&B style, much in the same vein, uh, back at one with Brian McKnight, kind of do that sort of thing. I think the song would be amazing and lean a little bit more into Kira's vocals because I think she's got the vocal capacity for it and really stretch her vocal stylings and really just make this song r really sing I, to me because it's it's got a really nice melody to it and it's got this really nice chill feel to it as well but i think like if you really made it a love song like a 90s r&b love song i think this song would be amazing and i i think that for me personally that's the direction i would go 
with this track. Like I said, I could kind of see Reggae uh, speed it up a little bit. I could totally see that. And I think it would be great too. I think Kira's style and her, the way she sings, especially specifically this track, really lends itself to an R&B style. I could easily see that. So I think I think you're onto something with like a reggae style as well in dance hall. But me, my heart, I would say do like that 90s R&B style like Brian McKnight's Back at One is, is a song I will point to as like what I think this would be beautiful as. Lean into like a nice piano sort of style. Like I think that would be where this song would really shine personally. But I, I think it's a wonderful track overall. I could easily see that and I like your take on it because you're right her vocals would fit with a 90s R&B style very well especially if you stripped out all the current music and put it in more of that back at one type by Brian McKnight or even like Unpretty by TLC like you know like all that 90s style and how we listened to our R&B ballads and I I think it would fit very very well. And I like that idea, actually. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing more than one remix of Perfect Love just because I, I love the track. But that would work also like a jazz remix when you started saying, you know, the 90s R&B. I thought also, you know, this could be a slow jazz song as well. Get a full jazz band in the back. But I think the R&B take is an amazing idea. And I would love to hear that. That would be that'd be a really good idea. You're welcome. And and I, I will say I steer away from jazz mostly because I think every song would be better in jazz. <laughs> like there's not there's never not a song that would not be better in jazz, in my opinion. Get, get a little bit of trumpet, get a little bit of saxophone in there. And oh, my God, especially jazz piano. Oh. Uh, that being said, I, I mean, this song's really like really would be great in jazz. Like just I can I can already hear the like the trumpets and the saxophone in it it's is absolutely wonderful so uh, i could easily see that but uh, i'm glad you liked my idea because yeah the the moment i heard it like like that was like the one thing i couldn't get out of my mind is like oh man if this could be done in something like the same vein of like brian mcknight's back at one and, and the, the one of the reasons i'm really stuck on that song is that was the first dance that me and my wife did at our wedding like we, we both love that song that was like one of the first songs we sung together uh, when we were dating. So I just, I, I, to me, like that, I love that song. And I think the song would work great in that style. But yeah, yeah, still great, great pick, Luna. And the song could go in 82 different directions, honestly. Like she could do a remixed album of just this one song if she wanted to. Yeah, I could see a remake single and I would love that because I miss those days. But that's probably just me because I'm that type of person. But. Yeah, that was a fun one to pick. So my next one, this was a little bit of a last minute change because I messed up and didn't do my research. So I ended up, this was like a backup pick, which I also really enjoyed. And this is an artist I've gotten back into lately, but I picked Lucky Star by Old Sky. And I picked this because I remember when Lucky Star was released I remember my best friend buying a single and being super, super excited because it was Lucky Star's old condition. It was a double A side. I didn't care for either track. And I remember listening to Lucky Star thinking, this is okay. I think it's a little much and I just couldn't get into it. I revisited a couple years later and I liked it a lot more. I still like it. 
okay now. It's not anywhere near my favorite of the sky song. However, if this was remixed, and I mean composition completely changed because that I think was my biggest issue with this. And I know it is more of a very positive type of thinking song, which is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to make you feel really good. And so I understand the happy vibes, the composition do go along with that. However, I would like to see this as a ballad or at least slowed down because Old Sky has amazing vocals and such as like Daisuke Dayo is one of my favorite ballads by her and same with Amen Bol. I mean, she's shown she has vocal skills. If this were slowed down and like the verses kind of silent, slow, nice like piano, light guitar, light drums, nothing too heavy. And then when it gets to the chorus, which in the original, it's very boom. In this, it would pick up, you know, you'd pick up all your instruments and be become like that power ballad in that instance. And then it would go back down. That's what I would personally like to see it as. And I know it probably wasn't meant to be that way. However, I think it would sound really nice. And Old Sky has done remixes in the past that I've enjoyed. So I would... I, that's what I would go for when I hear Lucky Star because for me it'd probably make it a little more enjoyable. I do love her hyper upbeat stuff. I mean, I love Smiley. I love Happy Days. But something about Lucky Star always threw me off and it's always been the composition and it's always a track I'd love for her to go back and do a remix of and I, I'm curious how it would turn out. So... But great, I'm curious to hear about what you think of this and what you think of my idea for a remix. Just... You know, especially the first time hearing it. Yeah, because uh, Oska uh, I is a singer that I've heard you mention quite a few times, Luna. I've not checked out any of her work, so Lucky Star was definitely fun in the regards to just go and listen to her. And, you know, you finally listen to The Legend. I, I did, like, before I get into what I think should be done to this song, I will, I will go ahead and say, I really liked it as is. I think, I, I think there's a, a cuteness to it and a quality to it that I find to be rather charming, but yeah, I, I mean, I could see room for improvement. I can see really room to take this in a different direction. Uh, it would be really cool to see this as a ballad. I, I think De definitely do like a power ballad and, and just like as the core do like the whole, like as the chorus, do a break right before you kick into the chorus and let it swell and just let the music swell and build into this beautiful thing. I think you could really do that and really take it into a different direction. I could also see this honestly being a club song sort of maybe do like a techno dance version of it because it's already upbeat. It's already got kind of those elements to it. Maybe lean into that a lot more and uh throw in some synthesizer well it's already got synthesizer in it but still kick in more synthesizer when in doubt more synthesizer that, that's the way so i could totally see that i think that would be fun but i think this is a great pick overall thank you and i actually thought of that that as well with the more club remixes it, is i it would fit especially if you speed it up add in some more synthesizer i think that would work very very well and I, the only reason I didn't go with that is I picked a couple other ones that I feel like would be more club remixes, and that is more my thing. I love my ballads. However, lately it's been all about the oomph, 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 and the, the dance music and the hip-hop. So I was trying to do a little something different, but I could easily see Lucky Star going either way, and I think either way it would be 
very interesting to hear. So, well, with that, I, I'm sad Ken couldn't be on here because I'm very curious what he would pick and what he would say. So hopefully when we revisit this topic again in maybe a year or two, we'll have some fresh tracks and we get to hear what Ken thinks. And with that, we're going to go on to our music corner this week. And I actually had the reins. And I am very excited to introduce this artist because I discovered them while listening to some other artists. And I'm very excited I discovered her. So I went with Baby Key. And just for reference, Key is spelled K-I-Y. For those who are wondering, and you can see that on our site. So Baby Key is a singer-songwriter that made her debut in July of 2017 with the mini-album Rainbow. She is known for her lyrics as she bases them off experiences while she is traveling. And it, and the reason I think her lyrics really hit home with a lot of people is they've been there. She's influenced by different cultures, different people she meets, all the different places. And she writes about that and incorporates it in her tracks, which makes it feel relatable and homey. And it's that's one of the reasons I fell in love with her is her lyrics are so easy relatable. So she has gained a big following among women in a similar generation and mainly due to the consideration of girls' feelings described in her lyrics. So that's another reason it's very relatable. About 90% of her listeners are women. I mean, big surprise there. Uh, some of them are love songs. They they really do get to the feelings because based on experiences, it, everyone around that age range experiences something similar. So, and me being a woman, I can relate to a lot of her lyrics. And I like that, that she tries to relate to her audience and sings about relatable items. So, but Baby Key has a husky voice and combined with her thoughtful lyrics, it, for me, it just really clicked and it led to her making her major debut with Avix in 2017 with the digital single Stay Together. From there on, Baby Key has garnished much success, again with fans mainly being women. So, but she has a nice calming vibe to her, kind of like that beach vibe and it grabs your attention as I mean, you do see the beach vibe among like He Die Die, which is how I got introduced to Baby Key. But even though she she keeps that beach vibe, she still has a little something different, too, that I like. The singer-songwriter, girl-guitar kind of thing. And, that, and that's one of the nice things about her music is it's just so relaxing. So she, Baby Key has a unique voice and style that captured my ear immediately when I heard her track Silent Moon. I started off her latest EP, and it is phenomenal, by the way. So Silent Moon starts off with this ocean. It starts off with the ocean in the background, and then it leads right into her playing the guitar with her husky vocals, and it turns into more of an up upbeat pop track after that. And it's not super upbeat, and that's what I like about it. It's just one of those nice poppy tracks you can relax to and enjoy. And you got Hey Darling, which is a beautiful pop rock track. And it has such an easy listening feeling, which shows off her vocal skills and along with her composing and lyrical talents. And while many of Baby Key's tracks are more pop pop rock, there are several like Hummingbird, Before the Sunshine, and her newest track, 17 Calls, hashtag Just Sounds Good 2020 version, featuring Michael Kaneko, gives off that beach feel vibe. 
And 17 Calls is a very nice and peaceful track. And I, I like the way B.B. Key and Michael Knickle make a wonderful collaboration. It just gets you in this moment and makes you feel really relaxed. And that's one of the other reasons I enjoy her music is she just has this nice style that clicks with you. And also she gives me that 90s pop rock vibe such as Michelle Branch. And I think that's one of the other things that clicked is I was a big Michelle Branch fan, still am. And B.B. Key kind of gives off that vibe. But she she is phenomenal and really captured my heart. She doesn't have a big discography, so she's super easy to get through. She has two studio albums, Never Get Enough and All About You. Three EPs, Rainbow, Don't Let Me Go, and Silent Moon that just came out this year. And she has seven digital singles, included her latest 17 calls featuring Michael Kaneko. You can check out her official website, Twitter, Instagram, and the track Silent Moon, the music video Silent Moon, on our website. But Gray, I'm curious to hear what you think. What did you think of Baby Key? Yeah, no, I really wound up enjoying Baby Key. I she is she's honestly a delight to hear. And uh, you know, when I was listening to her, I like that you said Michelle Branch because the first thing I thought of when I was listening to her music is Alanis Morissette, but at the beach. This kind of, is kind of what I thought, and you know, Alanis Morissette was around the same time as Michelle Branch, and I I love Michelle Branch too. Uh, I love that that late what I I lovingly refer to as late '90s, early aughts girl rock. Uh, it was just like a girl, the guitar, you know, rocking attitude. And, you know, Alanis Morissette was, you know, really groundbreaking for her day. And like, you know, how she would write about uh, a, a lot of things from like a woman's perspective and stuff. And it was, it was really good. Uh, I, you know, go check out Alanis Morissette if you haven't heard her. Uh, but getting back to Baby Key, uh, she is fantastic. And I, I really wound up liking her All About You album. That, that, to me, was like where it was at. I, I listened to her Never Get Enough, and I was really enjoying it. But I heard Lazy Boy on All About You, and I, like, I was just sitting there. I was subbing today in class, listening to it. My head was bobbing. And I was like, that's how you know you got something special is just uh, like you're not even thinking about it. You're just sitting there, and your head your head's just like going along with the music. And I just wound up really, really digging that. Uh, Daisy Girl Diary is another wonderful track. I would highly recommend you check out. Uh, her latest uh, 17 Calls is a really good track, too. I really love that with Michael Kaneko. I thought that was a wonderfully done track. And he, he does a great job in it. Uh, I love how her all about you album has uh her the last three tracks are acoustic versions of her earlier work like that that is really good and there's an interlude in, uh, to separate like you know the stuff and then the acoustic tracks so i i really like the way that like that album was separated overall i thought that was brilliant so i thought, I thought she's amazing I th she does have a beach vibe she's definitely more of that here i die sort of uh, style, but you know, if you like the beach style, you, and, I mean, there's no reason to not like the beach style. I think this is a great pick, and uh, I wound up really liking her overall. I'm I added her All About You album to my 
discography. Uh, I'm going to listen to that a few times. And uh, yeah, I'm eager to see what she does next. I thought her Silent Moon EP was pretty solid. And uh, yeah, I think she's pretty fantastic overall. I'm glad to hear you really enjoyed Baby Key. Uh, she was one of those artists I discovered while listening to He Die Die. And I ended up also falling in love with her. Her All About You album is phenomenal. And going back and listening to all her works was just a treat. So you can check out everything on our site for her. And I cannot wait till our Music Corner Roundup because I'd love to hear what Ken thinks. Yeah, uh, thank you for picking her, Luna. She was a blast. You're welcome. She was a great treat to listen to, and I've been listening to her actually for the past couple weeks, so I'm glad to finally actually talk about her. All right, so, and with that, we are going to move on to this week's Oricon, which was very interesting and in some ways a breath of fresh air. So we're going to dive right in. So we got number 10, which is Odori by Adol. And we've we've discussed Odori in the past. I know it's been a little while, but my thoughts really haven't changed on Odori. If you'd like to check it out, it is a couple months back. But Gray, have your thoughts changed at all? No, not really. Uh, it's just one of those songs that, uh, you know, it's here and, you know, I'm glad for Otto. And with that, Odori by Otto sold a total of 18,426 points. And moving on up to number nine, which is Dry Flower by Yuri. There's nothing more we can say about it. It's finally starting to go down a little bit. But with that, Dry Flower by Yuri sold a total of 20,545 points. And moving on up to number eight, we got Kaibutsu slash Yasushi Suisei by Yao Sobi. Not surprised it's still on here. I mean, B-Stars is still doing very well. And not to mention, Yao Sobi has really been pushing out a lot of tracks lately. So nothing more we can say. Glad to see it on here. With that, Kaibutsu slash Yasushi Suisei sold a total of 20,794 points. And moving on up to... It is Taisho, Taisho Roman by Yao Sobi, the... English title is Romance. So this is what I was kind of hinting at with seeing another Yao Sobi track on here in a row. But great. What did you think of Taisho Roman? Yeah, uh, this this is a really solid track overall. I, you know, I, I liked it. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty, you know, if you're a Yao Sobi fan, I think you will enjoy it. For me, I, I liked it. I, I don't think I'm going to go back and listen to it after the show, uh, but I, I did. I, th- I thought it was enjoyable, and I am glad that Yasobi has yet another top charting song. Yeah, so I enjoyed Taisho Roman. I think it's one of my favorite songs by them this year. Nothing against Kaibutsu or Yashisi Suisei and several of their other ones, but... I greatly enjoy Taisho Roman. I listened to it a couple times already. And I'm glad to see it on here. I, I'm honestly afraid it's going to get overlooked by a lot of their more popular ones. However, I, I'm looking forward to actually going back and re-listening to a lot of these tracks once they drop another album and hearing them all in a row. But all in all, I think Taisho Roman is a solid song by Yao Sobi. I'm glad to see it charted. So we got a new track by them to talk about. I I am curious to see what they'll do next. 
I know most of their, you know, it does sound a little similar to their other tracks, but for me, some reason Taisho Roman st- stuck out more so than some of the others, the RGB. And my, you know, I liked it, but I think Taisho Roman's a better song. So, but it, Taisho Roman did very well. So it sold a total of 25,214 points. And with that, we're moving on to one of Grace's favorites right now. So, I mean, I, I can't wait to hear what you thought about this. But number six is Day by Day by Chunkun Suk. So, Gray, why don't you dive right in? Yeah, Chunkun Suk has been on a roll lately. And Day by Day is fabulous. This is an amazing track. And I really like... Jungkun Suk's picks of songs that he likes to do, especially the compositions he likes to work with. They're so different and they're so unique and they're so refreshing. And, you know, every song I've heard by him has just been an absolute delight to listen to. And Day by Day is no exception. I actually like this more than his last release, which was Amagoi. So, you know, that... And I really liked Amagoi. I've, I've listened to Amagoi many times, but I'm, I'm going to be keep going back to Day by Day. And the whole single is three songs is fantastic. It's not just Day by Day, but Day by Day is definitely the lead singer. Yeah, no, Day by Day by Jungkook and Suk is really good. I absolutely love it. And I, I can't recommend it enough. This guy is on fire. And I think he's absolutely brilliant. I'm always eager to see what he does next next and every time he shows up is an absolute delight and this time is no exception uh his other two songs is kyo hansha and smoky and smoky is really good smoky is really really good too so i i love this guy i think he's fantastic i i i am falling in love with him with each release to say the least he's not let me down yet I'm certain the day will come. No man is perfect, but while he's riding the high, I'm just going to keep loving it. So this is amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. This is a wonderful track. And honestly, we're going to talk about like if, if number two was a different track, this would be my song of the week easily. But number two, when we get to it blew me away. So that, that wound up being my number one, but this is still really freaking good. So I agree. I think Day by Day by Chung Kun Suk is fantastic. I love the the whole single was solid. And I feel since this year, I, I honestly wasn't familiar with him before he started hitting the Oricon this year. And he also hasn't let me down. I think this is very solid. This might be one of my favorite singles by him. I'm not sure yet. However, I mean, I think Smokey and Day by Day are my two favorite tracks on the single itself and I thought Kyohan Shaw was really good but Day by Day is phenomenal he has great vocals in it the composition is amazing and I think that's one of the things about Chang Kun Suk I've really liked is he knows how to utilize his voice in the tracks with a composition so this is definitely a top one for the for me in the Oricon I honestly don't know what's my favorite this week it's it's been a pretty decent week so and it makes me happy to see so many good tracks on here and Gray, I hope I I hope to see you do maybe a music corner on one day, or or at least uh, I'm curious to hear when you finally dive into his older music, so and see how that compares to his current releases. Yeah, I, I've thought about it, and I've thought about doing him for MC. I really have, and one of the reasons I've held back is I don't know 
I haven't really looked into his career. I don't know like how much he's into the Japanese market, how much he's in the Korean and and stuff. So he he would be a little challenging to do, and I think that that's one reason why I've shied away from doing him on MC. But yeah, no, I mean Jungkook Suk is really good. Like he has consistently just been blowing my mind every time. And you know, I like like. It, you you hit the nail on the head, Luna. It, like he really knows how to pick a composition that works with his vocals, and he knows his vocal style so well that he really knows how to manipulate the composition to really accent his vocal style. Like like the guy is a master singer, and just like everything he does is amazing. I, I like he's just very consistently really freaking good. And day by day is just no exception. It's so good, and I, I wish he was doing way higher on the chart, honestly. But uh, that—that's a minor complaint, all things considered. I'm glad he's here, and I'm glad we get to talk about him again. I agree. Yeah, this is a fantastic track, and I think he had a lot of competition this week, but nonetheless, day by day sold very, very well. It sold a total of 26,448 points. And moving on up with number five, we got... We got Sui Hei Sen by Back Number. Still hanging in there. Dropped a little from last week. But Sui Hei Sen sold a total of 27,225 points. And moving on up to number four, which has stayed the same since last week. It is Crybaby by Official Higedondism. So I'm sure I contributed to some of this this week because I've been listening to it. And also, you got to hear a little bit more about it in our topic. So it did very well. Nothing much more we can say about Crybaby. It sold a total of 27,717 points. And moving on up to number three, it is Butter by BTS. It finally dropped down one. It's been at number two for a while. So glad to see it's still on here. Nothing more... We can say Butter by BTS sold a total of 49,275 points. And moving on up to number two, it is Korekara by Takanori Iwata. And those of you who don't know, this is Takanori Iwata's solo debut. He is actually a member of Sanda Meiji Soul Brothers. And he is more one of the dancer so you don't really hear him sing too much but it is very nice to hear him sing in Kore Kara and Gray you being um, also a fan of Sundamayji Soul Brothers what did you think of Kore Kara? Why isn't this man singing? <laughs> that, that was my thought it's like, it like he's just the dancer like man they need to get a mic in front of him uh, in the main group like dude man this guy's got pipes uh, this wound up being my pick of the week, and it, for a lot of reasons. One, I think his vocal work is phenomenal. I think uh, he's really just underutilized on Sunday Major Soul Brothers officially now. Like this guy is really freaking good. I think he'd do really well in a group composition. Uh, and I, I did, I loved Kode Kala. This is a lovely little release. It's only what three tracks it's pretty it's three short. tracks yeah yeah uh Kodekala, let me know in distance all three of them are fantastic tracks uh Kodekala, i think to me was the standout 
just I loved that jazz piano in that song. Like, like when I heard it, man, I knew I loved it. Like I didn't have to listen to too much of it to know it was gonna be high on me. Like that jazz piano, I just oh that tickles me every time. Like that if you want if you want Gray to like a track, throw jazz piano in it. He'll love it. Because uh, it's it's the it's, it is like jazz piano is really cool. Just the way like they play the notes and and you know it's these nice soft short notes that just really accent and complement the song. It, it just it works so well. Uh, this is an amazing release, and I mean to debut at number two, uh, especially going up against who he who he goes up against like is very impressive, and I. I would like to see a lot more from him. I, I'm eager to see if he's able to keep the consistency that Jungkun Suk is able to do. Because if he can keep the consistency of Jungkun Suk, that would be nice. I, I did. I loved every one of these three tracks. And I'm not really into laid back music. But man, I just want to just like chill with this music. It just It's the perfect music for me. And I loved it so much. I've had it on repeat all day. And... I really wish Day by Day was on a different week because, man, I could have used it last week. I'm not going to lie. Like, I needed... I Like, this This is... To have, like, two superb, really freaking good singles just go up against each other, it was a tough week for me. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And I'm a huge fan of number one. So, like, that, that just shows you, like, the quality of the tracks that we're dealing with here. Just... Two guys at the top of their game, just giving it their all. And this is his first release. Like, is he at the top of his game? Can he go higher? I'd love to know. And I am now watching Takanori Iwata like a hawk. Because you have impressed me, my good sir. And I, I kudos, kudos. Like, th this stuff is phenomenal. And I, I love it to death. So I completely agree with you. I think I think Kodekara is a fantastic solo debut track. I mean, I cannot say enough how much I loved it. And being honest, like you said, Gray, this was a tough week for new releases because Kodekara and Day by Day were just phenomenal. And I think Takanori Iwata did a fantastic job. His vocals are great. I mean, more than just great, like, I fell in love with his voice. And like you said, the the composition for Korekara is amazing. But as a whole, that single is solid. I mean, I also loved Let Me Know. And I listened to that single several times today just because I didn't want it to end. I'm like, this is probably, I will say, Korekara might be my track of the week, to be honest. Although I love Day by Day, I, I will say Korekara by... Takanori Iwata probably took it and I highly recommend anyone checking him out because he I'm looking forward to what he's gonna do next after hearing Korekara I mean where were you hiding you know for all those years under Jason DeMaisel brothers and who I love Ser them seriously Ser so. seriously and, and I, I agree like I love Sundame J Soul Brothers like they're fantastic but I mean you have a you have a dancer who probably a very talented dancer. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not a good dancer in the slightest, but you have an amazing vocalist just sitting back there doing nothing. Like get, like get this man a mic. 
And uh, I mean, because I would love to hear him in a group composition. Uh, I think he he really has a wonderful soulful voice, and I would love to see how he pairs that with some other with somebody else. And just see who he can play off of and what what he could do with that. Like I think he has the really real beginnings to be an amazing vocalist. And, and, and I, I go on, Luna. I say I I. I... I agree with that. And I also feel like there's a lot of other dancers in Sound of Meiji Soul Brothers who who did who probably aren't utilized just like Takanori Iwata vocal wise. And Ellie, aka Crazy Boy, is one of them. And he went solo. He went solo a while back, however. And I, I'm kind of hoping that more artists, after you got Crazy Boy doing so well going solo, now you got Takanori Iwata doing some solo work. I hope to see more of them do that. And that way we can see a showcase of their talents and very excited to see what else Takanori Iwata has in store for the future. Agreed. I, I completely agree. So with that, Korekara sold a total of 52,943 points and going on up to number one, which annihilated it is Double A side, Fear slash So Blue by Kiss My Futo. And great, you being more of the resident Johnny's person, what did you think of uh, both these tracks? Yeah, uh, they, they are interesting. I, I will go ahead and tell you that I think one, Kiss My Futo has better tracks. But both of these, I think, are lacking a little bit. But So Blue is really good if it was on Apple Music. Uh, like the last cartoon release, uh, it would be in my library now on repeat. And I'd probably just download Fear just because it's attached to it. But I don't know if I'd be listening to it that much. Uh, Fear is okay. It's a Halloween track. And I like seeing Halloween getting some love this year. I, I don't know why. Like, I never noticed this being a thing up until now. Like, like has this been a thing every year and I just not noticed it? But, you know, it seems like all the Johnny's boys now this year are putting out some sort of Halloween track. And, you know, it's okay. It, it's not terrible or bad or anything like that. It does it does the job that it needs to do. But it just wasn't... It just wasn't my favorite, I guess, to be a good way to put it. I don't think this is a terribly bad track by any means. I just think it's okay. Uh, so Blue is a really wonderful track. I think it's very pretty. I think it works really well. It's got a lovely melody to it. And I, I did, I was really, really digging So Blue. And if So Blue was, if it was a different week, this also could be my number one track. But uh, it, it wound up not being my number one track. And I did, I, I really liked So Blue. Like I said, if it was on Apple Music, it would be in my library now. And it'd be on repeat. I absolutely enjoyed So Blue a lot. I, I think that's easily the best track of this week. Uh, but uh, I mean, fear is like I said, it does its job. But so blue was where it was at for me, and I'm glad to see these guys here, and I'm eager to see what they do next. So yeah, I thought both were solid tracks. Fear was very interesting, and I I do like that they did a. I would I guess I would say it's a Halloween theme. I mean, the music video made it seem like that. As far as the track goes, the opening sounded like that, but kind of when it got into the song, I was super iffy on it. I do like what they were trying to go for, and I I, I liked it. I wish if it was, well, it is almost October, so I guess 
I'll, I'll get a pass. So I like seeing all my Halloween stuff go out early. But I was thinking if it was released in October, I probably would have liked it a little bit better. But I do like how they coincided both tracks, whereas So Blue is a nice relaxing track, which reminds me of the end of summer. And well, Fear is more of that, hey, it's the beginning of autumn, Halloween season's coming up. So I do like that combination of the different style of tracks. I, I, I honestly don't know what I like better. Because I'm not like super, super in love with them, but I think they're really, really nice. And it's just they just didn't completely jump out at me. But I think all in all, they were solid. So Blue, I think I I really liked it because it gave me that nice, peaceful, relaxing summer's coming to a conclusion. While Fear is just getting you into that mindset of everything that's to come in the next month. So... I'm looking forward to seeing what they'll do next. And they've been, I feel like Kiss My Futo has been on a roll lately and I've been liking their stuff a little more. So I have been excited to see them popping up in or whenever they pop up in Oricon to get to listen to them. So, all right. So with that, Fear slash So Blue sold a total of 142,016 points. Really getting the competition right there. So we're going to jump over to the album site a little quickly because we got a lot of new stuff on there some continuous some new so let's take a look we got bts love yourself answer popping back up at 10 we got nogizaka 46 popping up there with their kimini shikarareta and that is the special edition to be exact we got genesis by exit and we got this one, which was our number one last week. It is the Hipunoshisu Maiku Division Rap Battle. That actually dropped from one to seven. And I'm surprised to see it on here, but it seems it did very well. It was by Buster Brothers and a couple other artists. We also got, it is Jacques Jean Vocal Collection, which is part of a video game. Video game soundtrack. We got Rebon Voyage by Trisail. I'm glad to see Trisail on here because I really like them. And we got another video game soundtrack. We got the Death Unto Dawn Final Fantasy XV original soundtrack. Glad to see that doing very well. We still got editorial by Official Hige. Good for them. And then we got, I haven't seen Spitsu in a little while. So they got their Kachu Fugetsu Plus on here. Glad to see Spitsu. And our number one is super interesting, actually. It is Gohan Misu Shiro Norio Sukemono Tamagoyaki Hito featuring Umeboshi by Kuata Keisuke. If you get all that, it actually has to, it's like rice, miso. It's really interesting. It's pretty much a food type album. And the cover, I kind of want to check this out. It looks like a lot of fun. So... Uh, congratulations on everyone on the albums and be sure to check out our website at ongakutiu.com also be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at ongakutiu we want to give a big thank you to all of our affiliates first off we got kyoru hunter who has been streaming all the lovely sega dreamcast games and has been diving into some horror stuff as well with that you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can also check out Timber Taff, who is a variety Twitch streamer. 
You can follow him at twitch.tv slash timbertaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow my sister, Rosalie, who has been streaming Dark Souls and Final Fantasy XIV at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can follow Fangirl Has No Name, who is also a variety Twitch streamer. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And don't forget to follow our host, our usual co-host, Ken, at Twitter at OTYKen1. And that is O-T-Y-K-E-N-1, where he tweets about Bang Dream, Ina Iba, Bang Dream, D for DJ, and probably Halloween Kills. And with that, and don't forget to check out the podcast that Kyo, Timber, Fangirl, and Ken do called Potasaurus, where they discuss various video games in the video game industry. You can find that by looking up Kyoto Hunter on all podcast streaming services. And Gray, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm Dr. Gray. One tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So just uh, if you're interested in what I'm doing, follow me there. All right. And with that, you can follow me on several streaming, not streaming service platforms. I mean, you can follow me on several social media, such as Kitsu, My Anime List, Anime Planet, Twitter, and Letterboxd, L E T T E R B O X D, at Luna Maria 87. You can also follow my Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna. Get ready to get spanned with all the Halloween and spooky season goodness. Also, I got a new kitten, so you're going to be spanned with a lot of kitten photos and tweets. So if you like that type of thing, along with horror and some cool album pics, follow me there. And with that, we want to thank everyone for watching. Actually, we want to thank, and with that, we want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed our topic, and we will catch you next time. Jamatane. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back. We'll be right back here next week. Bye bye.